Live Spring number 172, world premiere of Still Dancing with Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band. Lifespring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004. Thanks for your support. And now, on with the show. <laughs> well, I got a fantastic show today for you. You are going to be so glad that you listen today and you're going to want to tell your friends about the show too. Get them to listen to the show. Tell them how to download the show. Better yet, tell them how to subscribe. (laughs) Hey, I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host, and welcome to LifeSpring. Or wait a minute, should it be this one? Uh, Well, I'm not sure. Hi, I'm calling regarding changing the theme for Life Spring. Don't change the theme. I really like the theme. <laughs> oh, man. There is a bit of a pushback from the Life Spring family. The summer's saying, like you just heard, uh, we uh, don't like the new theme. Some are saying, keep the old theme. Some others are saying, we like the new theme. So, what's it going to be? I need more voice messages from you all to let me know how you feel about the theme. Do you prefer the old theme or the new upstart? I'm going to let you decide. The theme that gets the most amount of voicemails will be the theme that we stay with. Email doesn't count unless you're outside the U.S. If you're outside, then you are allowed to email. But the voicemail won't cost you anything if you live here in the United States. It's a toll-free call, and the number is 877-433-9091. Email for non-U.S. residents is steve.lifespring at gmail.com. But I want to hear from you. I want to know if you like this new theme. Or if you prefer the old theme. Okay, so I want to know. Let me know. Hey, I want to take a short minute here before we get started to thank the show sponsors. First, it's people like you who make doing the show worth doing, and some of you have decided to be a part of the ministry uh, by sending financial support. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your generosity. Now, if you want more information on how you might join the support, all the info is at lifespringmedia.com. LifeSpring Media is a 501c3 corporation, and we're working on getting tax-exempt status so that your donations can be tax-deductible. I also want to thank Covenant Eyes Accountability Software for helping to sponsor the show. This is a great company, and their calling is to help you conquer your addiction to Internet pornography if this is something that you struggle with, or to help you keep uh, tabs on what's happening on your home or office computers. Check them out at CovenantEyes.com, and when you use the promo code LIFESPRING, you'll get your first month absolutely free. I believe in Covenant Eyes, and I want you to give them a try, and I'll talk about them just a little bit later in the show, too. And lastly, thanks to 1-800-PETMEDS. If you've got a pet, you really need to check out 1-800-PETMEDS. Not only can you get your pet's prescription meds quickly, easily, and at unbelievable savings, but they will have, they've got lots of other items over there that you will probably be interested in as well. Lots of you have already gone over there and used my promo code LIFE and found out that you can save lots of money. And uh, if you use that promo code LIFE, what you do is you get 10% off the already super prices. And when you spend over $39, you even get free shipping. Get over there today and check them out if you've got a pet. 1-800-PETMEDS.COM. Use the promo code LIFESPRING. And remember, whenever you support one of the sponsors, you really help me out as well. Now, on with the show. I can't tell you how unbelievably excited I am to have this show for you today. What an incredible honor, really, it is to be able to have you, the LifeSpring family, to be the very first to hear Dove Award-winning, multi-gold and platinum album recipient, contemporary Christian music pioneer, survivor, my friend, my neighbor, and my brother in Christ, Brian Duncan and his neo-soul bands, brand new, not yet even available in stores or online, brand new CD called Still Dancing. 
it's so new that the mastering was just completed a day or two ago, and my copy is, uh, is, is still fresh, just like it's out of the oven. Brian came over to my house just yesterday. I'm recording this on Tuesday morning, July 22nd, 2008, and he spent a couple of hours with me talking about the album. We videotaped part of our conversation, so you'll want to keep an eye on LifeSpring TV, YouTube, Mevio, and other places all over the internet um, over the next uh, several days because I'm going to be releasing the video in chunks, and we also recorded the audio that you are about to hear. I don't think this has ever been done, at least... I've never heard anything like what you're about to hear, and I think you're really going to like the next 56 minutes. So hang on, and let's get right to it. Hey, welcome to Life Spring. I'm Steve Webb. I'm your host, and I am with Brian Duncan. Brian, how's it going, man? It's good to be here always. You know, I love being on the radio. Well, you know, the, this is uh, your second appearance, I, well, third appearance, actually, with, with LifeSpring. We did the interview, but then you were also on uh, the uh, LifeSpring Advent calendar. You did a reading for me from Scripture. You might remember doing some of oh, the Oh, it was kind of a pre-taped story. thing, so I didn't feel like, it didn't feel real. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- nothing is real. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> but uh, we are here today because we are doing a world premiere of the brand new Brian Duncan CD called Still Dancing. Yeah, we're live in Steve's driveway. We're outdoors. <laughs> I can't believe this. We're like out on the patio. This yeah, by the pool. Yeah, you might as well uh, relax if you're going to have to work. Beautiful Southern California weather. I mean, golly, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, I could think of a couple places, but maybe not. Go ahead, uh, tell me. What well, what could possibly be better than the backyard of Steve Webb's house? Well, you know, the, the beach could be a little closer, that's all. <laughs> but we've got a whole you know, tank full of water behind thing. us. Yeah, okay, there is yeah. a pool works. Uh, if you could get a good stereo system in here and like pump in the uh, the sound of the ocean waves, I kind of miss that. Maybe we can put that uh, in you know, uh, an audio bed behind us as we're doing this in post-production. There you go, I know, I, I, I sleep to the ocean. You, you? Know, you know those little things, you push the little button and it... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I normally yeah. go to sleep to uh, Art Bell or George Norrie. Or, you know, oh, that put me to sleep, too. Yeah. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> so we're doing the world premiere of Still Dancing here on the show. And uh, what we're going to do, you guys have probably seen on DVDs the extra content. And uh, you can watch the movie and you can listen to the director or the producer talking about different scenes in the movie. And so we're going to do that with this. We're gonna. This is an experiment. We're going to play the tracks and then Brian is going to just uh, talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Yeah, oh, how convenient. Because, you know, the whole record is an experiment. <laughs> so uh, why don't we get started? The first cut, well, the the, uh, the title of the album, as I already said, is Still Dancing. And the first track is called Still Dancing. So let's uh, get started with it. That would make it the title track, wouldn't it? I think it would. Oh! Move over, James! That's me. I'm talking about James. James Brown. Move over, James. Let me show you something. There's really nothing for me to do in the opening of the song, so I do a lot of banter. See, this is the Neo Soul Band, tearing it up. That is one fantastic band, i got to say. I like them. Yeah, I've had to improve my dance steps now, because uh, there's nothing for the lead singer to do half the time. Well, normally you're standing behind a keyboard when you're by yourself. Yeah. Remember back to the days of my Actually, I didn't used to dance. I, you know, uh, Bob Carlyle wrote this song, you know. I guess he was able to dance when he was a kid, but I grew up Pentecostal, and unless you were in church, you couldn't dance. Exactly. Well, even then, it's kind of frowned upon in some churches. Now, Bob Carlyle is the guy that did uh, Butterfly Kisses. There uh, we go. Yeah, that's what it was. But he's a, he writes some spanky tunes, and this is one of them. I did add some lyrics, but I didn't take any credit. But, you know, it was like, never a chance, couldn't dance anymore. And, you know, at the very end, I, I kind of reinvented some of the stuff. Because it's like, and if the steps I miss, I'll, I'm going to dance like this. <laughs> uh, I've discovered, you know, I was out on a ship once, you know, one of those cruise ships. And they, you know, I would go out every evening, you know, to the dance club on the boat and just dance. You know, um, I don't know anything about official moves. Uh-huh. But I, I had an audience because it was so dumb <laughs> that uh, then it was it became a challenge. You know, what is the ugliest thing you can dance to? You know, I says I went to the DJ. I says, give me a song that's just the most irritating thing of all time. And you know, and everybody he cleared the dance floor with one song. And I said, hey, come on, you can come up with something. 
I went out there and stood there uh, and didn't move for 30 seconds and got a round of applause. <laughs> Do you remember what the song was? I have no idea. It, it had no groove, no beat. Uh, the rhythm was really pathetic. And uh-huh. See, that's the whole point, is, is if you go out there and create something in your mind... Uh, you know, dancing is all about the attitude, that's all. <laughs> and I think, you know, when you sit around, you if you've ever been to some kind of a dance thing, and you see people dancing, it's funny to watch people move. They all have a separate vibe to it, and it's like, what in the world were they thinking? <laughs> you know, it's what we, we'd start naming them. I think, so that, I think that's the white man's overbite, uh, you know. Well, if you get too analytical watching people, you say to yourself, I will never get out there on a dance floor and do that and look that stupid. Well, you know, that's the whole thing about dancing is you have to have, um, it, it, it frees you up from self-consciousness. You know, if, if you can get past yourself, um, that's when dancing becomes a real joy. And even when I was writing this song, I'd be in the, I, I was in an apartment at the time, had a little linoleum floor. And I, I discovered, you know, in your socks, linoleum's a great dancing tool because, you know, you can't, you know, blow your kneecap out, you know, twisting on the carpet or something. There you go. And, uh, you know, the more you do it and the, the less you think about who, who you are or what you're doing, you're just responding. And it's, uh, I found it miraculously healing, uh, frankly. Uh-huh. For somebody who grew up in a Pentecostal church and dancing was a sin. Right. Um, I just thought, man, we missed the point somewhere. You know, it's, uh, there's something euphoric about it. There absolutely is. Of course, you know, there's a joke about that. I don't know if I should. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell it. Yeah, go air. ahead and tell us podcasting. We can do anything we, we want. We can do anything we want. Yeah. Well, you know why uh, Baptists never make love standing up, right? Because uh, it's too close to dancing? Well, because somebody might think that they're dancing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's right. what I, I think I could probably uh, recognize. I think I heard that joke in several forms at some point well it may lead to dancing i think is what the line punchline i think it is and uh, you know having been brought up not really brought up but i got saved in a baptist church when i was a teenager and so it was very very conservative and uh, very uh legalistic like you know your pentecostal upbringing was as well so yeah it, it you know you can relate This is really cool here. Now let me catch my breath. That wasn't supposed to be left in. <laughs> now I'm going to start breathing heavy over here. Oh, I, someplace in this song I started going... <sighs> was, was that you? Yeah, it was a joke. I, I heard that. You know, because I was going, hey, we're going to leave that in. <laughs> you know, because if you ever start really getting into it, you start to discover how old you are and how out of shape you've been. You know, I don't want to be reminded. Like this. Like this. Oh, I like this. Mm, like this. We teach the people in the audience how to dance. Like this. A little song, a little dance called Wash the Little Dog. <laughs> so that's still dancing. And the next cut is called Papa Ain't Gonna Quit. Yeah, just when you thought that was the that was as energetic as the record was gonna get, we come up with this. Who's Papa? It's anybody you want him to be. Um, it could be your heavenly Father and uh, the faithfulness of His love. It's basically me. It's talking about uh, you know I ain't giving up what I love best. Uh, it says you got to do what you love and love what you get. I've always done what I loved, but I always expected it to fix everything else in life. And How'd that work for you? Well, eventually, you're not very happy about anything, and I discovered, you know, I even lost my love and passion for what I was doing, uh, but what I enjoyed the most, which is this stuff. I mean, just, I, even now, I, I put this thing on, you know, uh, just to change my attitude. You know, it's just, I threw out the best thing ever did pay. Pay no mind to what another man say. Like, you know, somebody's always bagging on you about something. Well, you can't do that. Now, that'll never work. Same old tricks in a new bag. Now, this is an homage to somebody that uh, we both know. And, well, I didn't know him, but I, I love think, him. I think it's pretty obvious to anybody who grew up with, around that. But this is a tribute to James Brown, of course. Right on. Hey, get on the good foot. This is stuff that he used to say. 
with the bridge. He used to always do that, too. Who's playing the horn? Um, I think this is uh, Tim Coleman uh, doing saxophone. He's like a seventh member of the band. He plays a lot of the things. We, when we did Europe a couple summers ago, he was he came with us. Okay. He did a Christmas tour with us, so he's... You know, if he would have showed up on the uh, photo shoot day, uh, we probably would have put him in the picture. Yeah. This is Phil Curry on the organ here. Just tears up a Hammond B3. And I'm telling you, I saw him uh, when you guys were at uh, BB King's in uh, L.A., and he can really play the keys. Uh, well, you know, he's kind of the catalyst of the Neo Soul Band. When he's on stage, um, the, the other guys just jump. They jump. I mean, it, it sparks the whole thing. He's a spark plug. Really? Because there's a couple of gigs he hasn't made, you know, we've had to substitute, and, you know, you can feel the energy level just drop a touch. Just ain't the same. Because uh, he just, whoa, he just makes you tighten up all the way around. Yeah, awesome. So why don't you talk about some of the other band members? Well, uh, the band has consisted of Phil Curry on keyboards. He's also a horn player, and uh, right here, he's screaming these horns. It's Phil Curry and Tim Coleman. Phil uh, did all the horn arrangements on this record, and he he was in the Air Force uh, band, I think, uh, for years. Really? Yeah, do it. So he's got his thing together with right the on. horn section. Okay. I love the background vocals where the horn players are going, "Ain't gonna quit." It's kind of like Tower of Power, though. Uh-huh. It's like I used to love that gang vocal. <laughs> Because you don't have to sing And you don't even have to be on key Ain't gonna quit Ain't gonna mm. quit <laughs> Love what you get Yeah it's, uh, This song never lets up I just think it, Start laughing when you hear me screaming Like James Brown all over the place <laughs> Now see if I tried that I'd hurt myself um, uh, it, it sounds worse than it actually is I, I've learned how to scream And like make, sound, make it sound blood curdling but it really doesn't hurt. Well, you've been doing it for so long. I mean, you know, you built those muscles up. Yeah. I've got kids. I've learned how to scream. <laughs> right here. There's... James always used to say this. Can I hit it and quit? Can we hit it and quit? Ow! I feel good! That was certainly James Brown there. I feel good. I never heard him do a big crescendo ending like that, but we dug it. It was just too good. Oh, that was good stuff. Good stuff. Next up is Things You Bring. Brings it down a little bit here. I think after that song, you're kind of ready to fall into the groove a little bit. In Christian music, they always talk about, uh, you know, everything's kind of built around worship music, you know, but they have a definition of what worship music is, and I think all my songs are worship, frankly, but this is a little closer to that. About the third rendition when we started this song, I don't remember exactly what it sounded like now in the beginning, but uh, we decided we wanted to do it more modern uh, R&B style, you know, kind of addicted to the old school R&B, but this is closer to what uh, some of the newer artists would do with it, Uh, that big sub bass kind of sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, This song is six minutes long, by the way. We have a reprise at the end that's shorter, uh, but this song uh, is just my version of, you know, what a worship song would sound like if I was having church by myself. There you go. And I need a six-minute song to actually get my frame of reference in a place where I can be grateful for something. (laughs) Got to forget about the things that we're thinking about and focus our thoughts on Him. I just think about how ungrateful we are most of the time. And how how many things we take for granted. Health. King of kings, the things you bring. Your tender love and embrace of me. Sweet Jesus. Okay. 
So let's uh, go ahead and just pause here. What's the matter? Got to move the motorcycles. Uh-oh. Well, we're just we're going to let you listen while we move the motorcycles. in the parking lot right here. <laughs> yeah, we still got a minute 45 on this. There's a little bridge that went by, you know, dun 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 And it was, it was from the other groove, and I didn't really like it. I'm going... Dude, I didn't want to keep that on this version because they changed the swing feel of it. Mm. This is way laid back. And when I first heard the the recut of the music, I thought, "Dude, this is this is so mellow. I got I feel like I'm waiting for a bus for the <laughs> song to come around." But now it's like one of my favorite things to listen to because you know it puts me in a different frame of mind. That's all. It's still groovy. Still got that funk thing flowing in the background. No doubt. That stuff makes me want to worship. Well, you know, people have, like you said, different ideas as to what worship music should be. And this is this is unusual for worship music, but man, there's no reason why you can't worship with this kind of a groove. Nice. Next up is I Love You So. Picking oh! it back up again. Well, you know, six minutes of mellow. Uh, that's longer than I usually sit still. <laughs> this is actually the first song we ever that we cut for this record, and I'm going, man, I want to build a whole theme around just the euphoric idea of just being in love. You know, I think you get old because you stop loving. I love you so, ain't no better way to say it, no need to say no more, cause you bring everything you are to me, moon and stars and hopeful skies. This is 
is actually a worship song, too. I didn't intend it to be so, but, you know, moon and stars and hopeful skies, every day's a new surprise. Amen. That's yeah. about an attitude of uh, living one day at a time and enjoying every minute that you got. The love that I get to show. That's a good line. Now, is this one that you wrote yourself, or did you do this with Bob? No, I, I, well, you know, Phil Curry had played me a song on a record that he, he was producing with a... Uh, uh, woman that I can't remember her name. Stone was her last name. Uh, Caprina Stone. Okay. And uh, it was soul funk and this horn section thing was in it and I'm going man, well, let's just take that horn section and make another song. I, I could hear a whole other thing to this. That's what I like about music is if it makes you want to write something else That's a good thing. Especially this thing. It's a little breakdown. I like this. Let me try to break it down for you. Let me tell you another time or two. I love that line. Another time. I, I use that in my emails all the time. I talk about another. Uh-huh. Another, yeah. Here, here, let me tell you another time. It's like member. Hey, remember back member. when... This is Phil Curry again on the old synthesizer kind of sound. This is very old school. You don't hear this sound no more. Almost like a Moog synthesizer. Yep, that's what it is. Is it? I do believe so. This guy named Michael Wassman singing in the background. Now my love is hard to see. And where'd Michael come from? He's another, uh, you know, guy kind of grew up in church, but, you know, he's got, he's a white kid, just sings like soul out the wazoo, and when you hear him, some of these vocals, you'll hear, he's got a high note on these stacks that's higher than I can sing, and uh, wow. I was pretty depressed to realize that uh, <laughs> there were people out there that could whoop me at my own crap. <laughs> So, Brian isn't the only blue-eyed soul guy in this album. Oh, there's a lot of... There's, well, actually, this is the only other soul, uh, white soul singer on the record, but I wish I could have got a hold of him more often. He, he, he's hard to reach oh, is he? by phone. Okay. He's, a, he's one of those creative musician types, uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, you can't find him because you can't find his manager, and, uh, you know, so I only got him on one song. But... Where's he from? He lives up in uh, Seattle area, just okay. like all the rest of those guys. All right. But man, he's got a killer thing. Michael Wassman, his name is M Y C L E. Michael. Okay. Wastman. W A S T M A N. Yeah, you can Google him and find his music. He's got his own records out, and awesome. Uh, man, he's good. Sound a little bit like Earth, Wind, and Fire right there at the end. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, different sounds on here. This is my favorite cut right here. This- this has got all the attitude of funk. Uh. This is one of my favorites as well, just because it is so reflective my, of my own life. <laughs> if you wanna be lonely, uh-huh. yeah, Steve. Uh-huh. Just be right all the time. At one point where I say, I know I'm right. <laughs> Take your own advice only. Uh-huh. Uh. And then just stand in this line. This is to my kid right here. It goes, don't start no argument. <laughs> you know how they are. You know I know I'm right. Oh, I just have no idea how that is. You know, I've got uh, two teenagers and a 26-year-old. I just have no idea. Don't make that face at me. <laughs> you know that was inspired by a kid. Didn't <laughs> I've said that once or twice. Don't make that face. <laughs> and then they go, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dad. Get a clue. Life has this funny way of taking you to school. <laughs> of course, that was inspired, too. Taking you to school is, is inspired by, you know, that mommy pool that you always get stuck in when you have kids. <laughs> I wanted this to sound more like a, you know, 
bunch of bar patrons singing along okay. in the background. Mm-hmm. You can hear them talking in the background. Yeah. A little bit of chatter back there. I always liked that with uh, Marvin Gaye songs. You know, he had that one song where everybody's like talking and laughing in the background. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of a party atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Taking you to school if you want to be lonely. Sing again. Felicia Curry, uh, Phil's wife, and uh, the right reverend uh, Charlie Hill uh, threw in some stack vocals on this. Those are the smoother sounding stuff on there. Okay. It's nice. If you wanna be lonely, just be right on the Other musicians, uh, let's see, you've got uh, Ricky B. Ricky B is the bass player in the background. He's usually slapping. The only other white guy in the Neo Soul group. He plays a mean bass. I love to watch that guy play. He's one of the guys that literally talked me into, hey, you got to go out and do what you love. You know, mm. from Pop Ain't Gonna Quit. That was a theme song. Um, and he loves funk music, you know, loves to play it. And, you know, he was the one that introduced me to all these other guys. Oh. Phil Curry, Sam Matthews on drums back there, and... And then Walter Pork Pie Finch. Walter. Love that guy. That guy is so smooth. He gets a standing ovation just for the faces he makes <laughs> during the solo. That is so true. I'm telling you, if you ever get a chance to go see Brian and the Neo Soul Band, you have got to do it. They do a fantastic show. Uh, I mean, you think this listening to the CD is fun. Watching them is just uh, it, it, it's a whole other level. Yeah, Walter kind of hunkers down over his guitar, and he's just, he looks like an old jazz player from way back, or maybe an old blues guy. Mm-hmm. When he wears that pork pie hat, which he doesn't always do, but when he wears that thing and he gets that pout on his face, uh-huh. and he just, you know, he starts to scrunch up his nose <laughs> and kind of wiggle around, you can tell he's just right in the funk groove. Mm-hmm. You know, it just makes you want to break out laughing. <laughs> his expressions are just, just uh, priceless, no doubt about it. He's the guy on the uh, poster, if you check in on that, that's doing the dance for the rest of us. We're all laughing at him because he's, he's comic relief. Here's the best part. It starts to take on a, you know, soul train thing. Don't that feel like a train chugging along right now? Yeah, uh. You betcha. The horns sound like a train whistle. Come on, blow it. Oh, that's funky. That just marches right on down the road. You see you down in New Orleans doing a little strut thing. <laughs> you cannot listen to the back end of this song without getting up dancing around the kitchen in your socks. You gotta do it. And it kind of breaks party. into a big band. Love it. Man, that's fine. Highlight of the record right there. That 20 seconds. Love it. Love it. Love it. Next up is Don't Leave Me in the Dark. That's Marvin. Yeah, that's a classic uh, tip of the hat to Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I think in my top ten songs of all time, you know, eight of them are Marvin Gaye tunes. Really? You know, just something so smooth about his delivery that I, you know, even before I realized it, I, I found myself imitating most of his stuff. Yeah. with you. I didn't even notice that when we called the album Still Dancing that this was uh, also a reference to uh, an intimate relationship with somebody and uh, and the problems that, that are created with communication gaps. I don't know what is wrong with women. <laughs> uh, it's like I tell people, it's just, you know, uh, 
I'm trying to have a relationship, but she has issues. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's her, yeah. It's mostly about me. <laughs> Those issues are mostly about me. Um, I don't know who's wrong. The, the person that's not talking, they don't tell you what they're thinking. Uh, you know, the guy's always the last to know when there's some kind of problem. Or if it's the guy who's just filling in the blanks with whatever he thinks she might have said. Uh, you know, is in the olden days, you know, one of the most the scariest lines I ever heard from a woman was, "What did I just say?" <laughs> oh man, I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. <laughs> I would have taken notes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I've learned that the hard way. You know, the communication is a real effort. All the time. Just when you think you've got it, the rules seem to change. Ah. Well, that's because women seem to change. Uh, at least, not sure how they're wired, but they, they'll just go left on you. Uh, okay, where are we at now? We men tend to be so linear, you know. We, we, you know, point A, point B, you know, what's the bottom line? And women have all these other things that are going on in their minds. And, yeah, well, uh, I'm attention deficit, you know, and I'll start to tell something to the love of my life. And, um, and she'll stop me and ask, you know, what color the clothes were in the scenario. I'm going, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and by the time she finished asking questions about the details, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> details? I never notice the details anyway. You know, I'm, I'm a big picture guy. And uh, Leanne, though, she can talk about not just the color, but the cut of, you know, somebody's dress, uh, what their hair was like, you know, makeup or what have you. Man, I don't see any of that stuff. I just look at the big picture. Well, the scarier part about that is, you know, you get in an argument, you know, is like they can recall stuff that happened 25 <laughs> years ago to the detail. Tell you what day it was on, what you exactly said, and I quote. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I'm going, I, I don't think that's really beneficial. <laughs> You're a stinking liar. I heard that in the movies. Where the woman says, because you're a stinking liar. He says, well, I don't think it's appropriate to bring that up at this point. <laughs> That's a great line. I'm going to hold your hand the way you hold my heart. Yeah, at least I've got a little edge on the romantic things to say. You know, if I, if I can get it in a song, it comes out the way I meant to say it. That's the problem. That's why I write songs is because when I'm talking normally, it doesn't come out right. <laughs> Apparently, I need a soundtrack to just move through life. Well, you can take time as you're crafting a song and, and make it just right. Well, I've discovered it. that it. Uh, I have to work really hard to just find what I'm feeling. Uh, you know, I can't just blurt the thing out. It's, a, it's an external processing of... of what is, what is exactly that I feel about this? And I don't know. You know, this song, I, I Want to Hold Your Hand. It seems like most love songs are, are so obnoxious about, you know, I just want to jump your bones or something. Mm. And, and I'm going, you know, there's something else about that, about the companionship and, and the slow dance relationship and the intercommunication and things that, seems to get missed a lot of times in love songs. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now the next one completely changes. It goes to something, well maybe it isn't a complete change. It's called chains. Well, actually, the chains come in every shape and size and I think uh, one of my chains is the fact that um, I'm addicted to my own opinions and I, I'm, I'm trapped inside of what I can't say. I mean, I think it follows the don't leave me in the dark thing pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Trapped in what I can't say. That's, I've never heard that. Is that in the song? I missed that line if it's in there. No, it's not in there. I just, uh, I'm just telling you why that chains follows don't leave me yeah. in the dark. Okay. You know, that could be another song, though. Trapped inside of what I can't say. Yeah, it does. It has a nice, I said a, there's another one on this record that we'll hear that kind of addresses that thought that was an interesting analogy we're talking about chains and he's got a chain reference right beside him interesting way of looking at the scriptures I didn't notice that okay I got it now yeah I'm a little slow you got the chain yeah. reference Bible yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all stuff Tom's his mama chain. said this is all stuff his mama said still he doesn't know 
These are great lyrics right here, I think. A strip of leather keeps his animals at bay, and all the elephants stay in the circle. A simple bracelet round a single leg, he said, long now as I've been living. I don't get the thinking, no. I guess the reference here about elephants, because in recovery they always talk about the pink elephant in the room, the, the big problem that nobody's dealing with. Okay. They refer to it as a pink elephant, and that's what I'm talking about here. It ain't just drugs. It ain't just alcohol. There's overeating, sex addiction, porn, internet stuff. Uh, on top of that, there's gambling addictions. You can you can be addicted to shopping. Mm-hmm. I know people that fix their uh, insecurities by buying something new all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The chains come in every shape and size. Uh, it reminds me of the fat preacher telling an alcoholic he should stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's never happened, has it? Oh, no. This is a favorite groove right here. Mm. Who's doing that harmonica, man? That's Daryl Mansfield. Come on, break. Take more than cutting on these round little things. Ain't got no metal file. There's an expression of futility. You don't hardly feel them after a while. Here's Pork Pie playing in the background. You can see him hunkered down over his guitar. Ricky B is literally slamming this right here. Yeah, he is. There's Daryl Mansfield. He starts wailing on this thing. I was in the studio listening to him do this. Yeah. Can't imagine the kind of energy it takes to pump this like that. Listen to that. You can see him in the studio. He's just sweating. He's gasping for air between licks. Huh? <laughs> Little bass solo here. Listen to this. Ricky B. Come on, Ricky. Good stuff. And he makes it look so effortless, too. I mean, he just stands there and he just plays that stuff and he's just playing a mile a minute, but just. Hard to imagine he's a white guy, too, because he's got funk all over. You keep me coming back. And now, baby, you know it's always only been one day at a time. Yeah, we make our plans, but. Someone changes their mind, well, all I know is I still love every minute that I spend with you. This is about living in the moment. brand new, just to hear your voice calling my name. Promises, baby, come and go. If there's a future, you never know. I tend to like to nail everything down in a relationship. I heard a song the other day is talking about you know, are we going to take that last step together? I'm going, what last step? She was talking about getting married, I think. <laughs> that is not a last step. That's not even, not, even, not even close. <laughs> not even. <laughs> Afraid of reaching out. Afraid of reaching out for some, for better things. And this is like, I've had to start over in my life a couple of times. And, uh, you know, you've stepped on a couple of landmines and they took your leg off. It's kind of hard to want to... Go for a walk after that. Took a while, put my faith in you. It's about starting over and rebuilding trust and looking for better things. It's about risking for love. I like this line. It's about other people. Help me through recovery. What I don't want to see You keep me You keep me You keep me coming back 
This is about making amends and starting over. It's a recovery process. Damage done. Damage done. Things I might have said. I'm sorry, man. I lose my mind. Cause I love that line. I lose my mind because I'm over my head. <laughs> pretty much that describes all the arguments I've ever been in. Oh, I kind of lose my mind because I'm over my head. <laughs> it took a while put my faith in you Embrace the love that you won't I love these background vocals too, these It's, uh, it's kind of a throwback to the old uh, four singer bands, the Spinners, the Tops. Motown. The four tops? Yeah. You change the rules when you enter the room. That is a great line. You change the rules when you enter the room. That comes that goes both ways. I was talking about recovery. When you walk into a recovery thing and, and acknowledge that you're powerless over something, a dependency in your life, and that you need help to uh, do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, every time you walk into that room, you're changing the rules. We we tend to put chains on ourselves with just the rules and engagement that we do. That well, this is what we do, and this is what I do. This is also a about the presence of God too. When He comes into the room, it changes everything. It changes your attitude, your perspective. It's like lifting a veil on a, on the real scenario. Scripture in the Bible where God saw all the enemies surrounding his camp and he's going, we're going to be annihilated. He says, you ain't seeing things clearly. And then he asks, you know, the prophet asks God to show uh, this other dude. I can't remember any of the story, but I just remember God lifts the veil and there's these thousands of angels around. He says, and you just haven't had your focus in the right place. You keep me coming back. Seeing a bigger picture is pretty important. Nice little mellow. Sounds like a. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, so Brian gave us a great segue there, didn't he? I want to thank CovenantEyes.com for helping to support the LifeSpring Media family. You know, internet porn is a big problem in a lot of lives. And with Covenant Eyes Accountability Software, you've got a powerful tool to get control over the temptation. I want to encourage you to check it out at CovenantEyes.com, see what they have to offer, and if you'll use my special promo code LIFESPRING, you can try the service out free for one month. Give it a try and see if it doesn't make a difference. That's CovenantEyes.com, and use the promo code LIFESPRING. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so uh, next up is Only for Good. This was inspired by the uh, You're Still a Young Man by Tower of Power. So we started with this horn section. I like this little trill right at the top. Here it comes. This is God speaking from the book of Jeremiah from his own perspective. I know what's easier than best for you. I know what you need, you gotta want it too. I know you're gonna lose what I started. I know you gotta choose what I've wanted. And I know what led you to the pain you're in. I know how you're gonna lose your way again. I know it every time that your heart breaks. I know with every sound that your heart makes. And I know the place. I used to think that God was disappointed in me every time I messed something up. Like he's up there going, oh, I... But to be disappointed, you'd have to have an expectation that you were going to do something else. Uh, as I improve my conscious contact with God, you understand that if he's all-knowing, he knows what you're going to do before you do it. How could he be disappointed? I mean, you know, he has a desire that you do the right thing, but he kind of knows how long that's going to take. It's going to take some time to see you gotta freely turn to me I know the space that I'm creating A little tough line there I know the space that I am creating Is like there's a distance that, that you have to put Even with your children To let them learn and make decisions on their own You have to give them a little space to learn something 
Yeah, that's a space that God creates in our lives sometimes. So if you feel distant from God sometimes, it's not because He's left you. It's because He's given you the opportunity to walk on your own, make decisions that make sense. There's a lot of wisdom in that. People say so many times, you know, I feel so distant from God. You know, there must be something wrong. Not necessarily. No, I, I think that he, you know, I, there's a lot of different thoughts on it, but, you know, listening to this chapter in the book of Jeremiah, it's a chapter 29. These people quote this thing all the time. Right. So, my plans are only for good. This is, but they makes it sound like you're going to be in the parade. <laughs> no, not so much. Uh, no, you don't learn anything until you make a mistake or two. You know, once you fall down, that's getting back up is what makes you stronger. And and God allows it. And He doesn't whine at you to do the right thing. He just says, "Well, here, I'll let you make your decision and see how that works out for you." <laughs> and I know the plans, the plans that I. a key line and a future that's right where you are um, you might not pick that up but the idea is that God is with you in the circumstances you're in and he is working those things for your good and uh, there's some other scriptures that back that up but you know it's kind of easily missed sometimes that, that God works in your circumstances right where you are and if you didn't have these circumstances to complain about you would have some new ones mm. I mean if he cleaned he cleaned your slate of all your trouble you would just find more trouble. That's it's the nature of uh, human self-will. It's the human condition, isn't it? I like the way this song comes across because the the hook is really more in the verse than the chorus. And you can sing the chorus underneath and then sing the verse over top of it. You know, what I kind of liked about this song is you can sing it as a round. Good song. Goes right into If Only I. we got to bring this back up. See, this doesn't seem like a whole lot when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Play a little bit now. But this thing sat there musically until I started saying stuff. Okay. Just kind of helped. Yeah, do you just ad lib that stuff? Well, actually, I re- readjusted it a little bit because found myself saying the same things. Yeah, baby, ooh, go, you know. Well, bring it up now. I like it. It's just to kind of help you focus on what the band is actually doing sometimes. People will miss that. Love this line. There's an angel I know makes you love a lie and hang around to hear it again. I got to satisfy. Leads me back to where I've been. I keep saying, if only I could tell you that I love you. In recovery, they always talk about the if-onlys, you know. We tend to blame everything and everybody about why we're in the, sa- the situations we're in. Well, if that would have been different, well, if only that would have happened, then I would have been okay kind of thing. Yeah, right. So that's kind of the point of this song is, you know, you're always pointing to something else for why I can't love you. Okay. Yeah, well, that's one of the most childish things that a person can say is, if only this hadn't happened or that hadn't happened. It's childish because that's what life is made up of, is stuff that if only it hadn't happened, things would have been different. Well, you tend to be in denial about the realities of life. But baby, let's not deceive ourselves. To what we've been dependent on. It's called an unmanageable dependency. Yeah, everything would be all right if the world revolved around me. 
mean it, does it? At the end, they start singing, all right, all right. It's like, heard this. I got so tired of hearing this. All right, all right, all right. Kind of an antagonist point of view for the background of it. All right, you know, I've, I've heard your whininess. All right, all right. Love this horn in the background. Some of the best stuff happens right at the fade. You're going, no, leave, you gotta leave that in. I like the way Bill's playing those keys on that too. Yeah, I like singing the horn parts myself. And from If Only I, we go right into Second Chances. This is one of the first songs we wrote. I talked about losing a lot of stuff in my career, my marriage. and This was like starting over. You get a chance to do something new. Let's not mess it up this time. I'm pretty sure I've been here before In a house of glass with a revolving door I'm ungrateful Ungrateful, that, I think that starts... Where all addictions start. Little things about yesterday. First time around slipped away unnoticed. With all your goodness. The sacrifice you made for me. The blame you didn't have to take. This, of course, is a prayer to God. The sacrifice you made for me. The blame you didn't have to take from me. Mm. Um, I blamed him for a lot of stuff that was my own doing. Chances. Your love's a perfect mystery. Help me see the things I missed the first time. The first time I loved you. First time I loved God is, is like I had to get, get reacquainted with Him in recovery. Mm-hmm. They talk about improving your conscious contact with God as you understand Him, and a lot of people don't like that last line. Right. Like you can invent God to be whoever you want Him to be. Right. And I don't think that's the purpose of that line. It's you've got to understand who God is, and improving your conscious contact with Him will change your mind about who He is and yes. what He wants. Right on. Are you forgiven? And then I turn right back I lose the love that I thought I found. I missed that line before. That's good. Oh, you know, I, I learn a couple of things, and then I just go off. You yeah. Know, and I think I got all the answers. Find myself back in the same boat. Yeah. The blame you didn't have to take from me. The beauty that I failed to see in you. I love that. Thank you for the second chance. Somebody told me once that there's only second chances with God, you know, because I've messed it up more than a couple of times. <laughs> he says, no, if he forgives you, then uh, the next time you mess it up, is that's uh, just the second time. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. We keep, we, we keep score, but he forgets. Well, I'm really good. I got an abacus at home. And I just, you know, I throw those little marbles over the wire. Come to think about it. I wouldn't learn a thing without you. I wouldn't know the love, wouldn't know the love that I do. Without a time you don't, you don't get it the first time. That's all. And then recover one more time. Thank you for the second chances. Your love's a perfect mystery. Help me see the things I missed. Help me see the things I missed the first time. Is like if you keep falling into the same hole. You got to figure out where else to walk. <laughs> I'm going. You know, I, I've I've developed a lot of overcoming attitude. You know, going through hard things, 
um, understanding that you know, I can learn from this. What can I learn from this? You know, how do I need to improve? You know, patience, long suffering. How do I forgive other people for stuff they keep doing? Um, that's why we keep falling in the same holes. Well, we're going to learn how to go around them next time. You know, if we keep doing the same thing, why can't we forgive other people when they keep doing the same thing? Because we're intolerant of uh, other people's process, probably. Yeah, no kidding. And in the end, we got the reprise. We just did this reprise because this is really what this whole project is about. What do you have that God didn't give you? Patience, kindness, love, long-suffering. The will to do something better than what you can do on your own effort. Brian, this has been fun. Yeah, I kind of liked it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, football sideline commentary. There you go. <laughs> Talk about the injuries next uh, next show. So, you guys, listen, you got to watch out for the release of the Still Dancing CD. You're going to hear about it for sure on the Life Spring Show. But uh, you can also check out uh, Brian's website, which is briand.com, B-R-Y-A-N-D, as in Duncan.com. And uh, there's some fun stuff to see over there. Um, Nifty Noodles is a fun thing to kind of keep track of, uh, the things that are going on in Brian's life. And, uh, Brian, it's been a great great joy to have you with me. And Yeah, I've enjoyed this. This has been uh, the best way to listen to a record. At some point, I hope you'll uh, sit down and listen to the songs all by themselves without commentary. Let it speak to you. That's going to do the show. We're uh, almost an hour long, so uh, you're probably tired of us anyway. So uh, thank you so much for being a part of our day here at LifeSpring, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Um, Until next time, may God bless you. My name is Steve Webb. Be sure to keep dancing. If you want to hear more stuff like this, you got to help Steve. How to do it over at LifeSpringMedia.com. So go over there now, right?